Hello and welcome to Lion City Rock, the only podcast about Singapore's music scene that features me, Chris, and my co-host, Kevin. Say hello, Kevin. Hello, Kevin. Hello, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's a... How you been, man? This is it was uh, we have we've had a, an interesting past couple of days. Uh, yeah, with uh, the music scene. <laughs> I think it's um, you know, kind of more things happening as you would expect. Hmm. One year into you know, the the into the releasing of all the restrictions and stuff. Oh yeah. So after <laughs> a while, you've granted our freedom. <laughs> yeah. So after a while, you kind of need you need some time to kind of get back into to what it was right before you know all the restrictions came about mm-hmm. so i think I expect you can i mean i mean this this podcast was birth right during that time so yeah, yeah. um so i right. think it also kind of necessitates a bit of a change even for this podcast like where we kind of probably need to kind of get out a bit more <laughs> get this more stuff <laughs> right yeah 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 exactly and, right? uh, which yeah. i think i mean yeah <laughs> Over by the time you hear this, um, you know, whatever we were, we're talking about will will be, will have passed. But mm. uh, you know, it, it it has been a, a very very. If you're a music lover in Singapore, it was a very busy past two weeks. Mm. Um, this is recorded. This is being recorded at the beginning of October. Mm. Um, but uh, at the end of September, uh, specifically September thirtieth, there were about you know, 20 different biggish gigs going on um, mm. from indie artists as well. Uh, you know, I'm not even just talking about the Esplanade kind of showcases and stuff like that. But, you know, they had the Baby Buddies, uh, Babies Buddies gig. Um, all the, this group of Babies Budding bands um, from previous edition all got together to host their own mini, mini festival kind of thing. Uh, was that knee beats part two? Is it? <laughs> yeah, this is three. This this will be three already. Part three already. <laughs> no, but these are all bands who got in, ma. So ah, so different, different, so different. Can, so ye beats, ye beats, ye beats. Uh, yeah, the ye beats gang. Yeah, uh, I think that was that would be the the big so called biggest uh indie show. Uh, of course, there are many many others happening on the weekend, and then also on the weekend, this weekend uh on the sixth and seventh, uh. Six to eight, lah. Two yeah, big, eight. two big music offerings. Um, the biggest one, of course, is the Gay Beats Festival mm. going on. You know, yes. Where, uh, it's just Gay Beats, lah. So definitely, <laughs> anybody who Babies anybody who knows anything, about, know. yeah, Gay Beats is Gay yeah. Beats. So everybody will be going down <laughs> yeah. for that one. But happening adjacent and literally adjacent yeah, yeah. to exactly, Baby Beats right? <laughs> is same, the same yeah, with spitting well, distance. It's just across the road, right? Yeah. Marina, Marina Square is across the road, right? From, yeah. from Yeah, so it's just across the road from, from Esplanade. Um, it's the District M yeah, it's all linked. Festival. Yeah. So that one also hosting a, a slew of uh, local artists. Um, mm. at, at various uh, yeah. locations around the Marina Suntech kind of uh, that, that yep. space. Uh. So some of the notable names performing at this uh, District M District M dot dot uh, a Marina Central Festival um, <laughs> featuring acts like uh, Tim Dakota, Inshaw, 
Charlie Lim, uh, Marion Carmel, Renee, Liu Lo, uh, Corinne May, mm. Alicia Pan, uh, Lorong Boys, Budak Pantai, a good friend, Jeanette Chitik, uh, Sazairi, Drew Chen, Jamie, um, and as well as a DJ set at Millennial Walk featuring the likes of uh, Kid G, Atta Girl, uh, Koflo, mm. and uh, Fox, Foles, Fox, Fox, F-A-U-X-E. <laughs> I, can never, I can never remember how to pronounce it. Uh, yeah, so, so these guys all performed at the District M Mm. Um, festival yeah. and uh, we were quite lucky because we managed to get a chance to chat to one of the artists who were performing there Yeah. and this this person I mean we, I guess most people um, would have known about this person because of the NDP is it NDP 2021? yeah yeah where she along with a, a few other uh, singers performed the NDP song, uh, The Road Ahead, right? Yes. Actually, we also rec- recommended this uh, today's guest um, by one of our previous guests, uh, Jeanette, yes. who, who just had nothing but praise for this person. Yes. So we are very, very happy that finally, after <laughs> after all these years, we managed to get a sit down and chat with her. Yep. Um, so this was recorded at the... Oh my gosh, see, now I can't... Conrad and I cut, yes the Conrad Conrad Cent- Centennial Conrad hotel. Centennial yeah hotel, hotel. Mm. <laughs> give a shout out to them uh, and uh, for me this is probably one of the most interesting chats we've had in a very long time mm. you know with a very young artist mm. whom I think you know if 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 she plays her cards right you know can really make this into a very even bigger thing yeah yeah for yeah. sure yeah because uh, the artist we're talking about is the singer called Shy, and she she's one of those few people also who got their their uh, uh, billboard right at uh, on Times yeah. Square in New York. Yep, 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 yep. Not bad for indie artists. She's yeah, cool. she's literally indie artist. Yeah, yeah. Um, before we get into that, don't forget to like and subscribe, uh, share this with your friends, and tell everybody about the Lion City Rock podcast because you know it's good lah. And it's the only one you ever need if you want to know anything it's about Singapore's need. pop music. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and also, uh, we do apologize uh, for some of the sound issues because uh, we were doing this in the in a in a terrace area, so you you might get some. It's a it's a coffee shop, lah, Basically, yeah, it's like it's like it's like it's like the the, the lounge. It's a cafe, bar. It's a cafe. Yeah. It's a cafe. Yeah, the yeah, cafe kind of so, thing, right? So you know, so yeah. people. And we're okay. sitting not too far away from the bar area, yeah. so people were, were coming in. It's very punk. Indie, <laughs> indie, indie. Indie, very indie. Yeah, man. <laughs> you want raw and ready? This is raw and ready. Yep. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Okay, let's get into it, man. Here's our conversation we had with Shai. So, Shai, let's talk about, uh, you just, uh, this Friday, so you just dropped something today. Can you tell tell us what, is, what it is? It is my fourth EP, so it's called Nine Lives, and yeah, it literally just dropped like at midnight. So, yeah, it's a new 
Um, I would say the album genre is something I haven't done before. It's a bit more alternative rock and a bit more grunge. So I'm very happy because now I guess I'm a bit older. So also my music has to mature a bit more in that sense. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but very thankful that I can say that this is my fourth EP because since I started, I never had any plans of doing this like every day, that kind of thing. So. I'm very, very thankful to be where I am now. And and you're you're doing a set today at the yes. district end. Yes. For for those people who haven't like seen you perform, <laughs> or you know don't know what a shy show is like, can you give us a, a sneak peek? Um, I would say my show. I just ever since I first started, um, the crowd interaction is very important to me. So knowing that people are having fun also mm. makes me feel very good on stage. If you perform and then you know you see people not enjoying themselves so it's like wow shit you know you feel you failed basically but yeah. i've been very blessed to have um, a lot of supporters who are like maybe around my age younger mm-hmm. my reach now has reached to like even older so i'm very happy oh, that okay. my age range is actually quite broad so i have i think especially because of ndp i gained a lot of um primary school fans <laughs> which you know very 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 cute very cute but then also I have to with that comes a lot of responsibility also because it's um you have to remember that these children look up to you so you have to make sure you know you are a good role model and stuff right. like that so you're, you're now like a big jay in that sense yeah, yeah. yeah so um but I think my my shows are just I would like to say fun um hopefully I hope people are enjoying themselves the only reason why I'm up here is because of the people down there so yeah that it's just like a I like to treat it as like a little party with like friends that kind of thing so your, your you know the EP yeah. the, the promoting yeah. came up and I kind of like okay then when, it, when I started hearing the music I'm like okay this is a bit different <laughs> <laughs> so why why this kind of I, I Personally, I listen to a lot of rock and grunge and like 2000s pop punk bands and stuff like that. But okay. I think when I first started also, I'm not like trained in music theory. I didn't know anything about production. So I was just making stuff that was easy to produce and stuff like that. So back then, I was a bit more like bedroom pop, a bit more dreamy more like light-hearted stuff but I think it was also age-appropriate because I was only 16 when I started yeah. so I mean 16 is very young to be able to like to put out music and stuff so I think the reason why I hadn't ventured into this kind of sound is I felt like I also needed time to practice my production skills and also get like know myself a bit better know what I want and because I do it all by myself so that it takes time to like practice and like improve. So this with this EP I felt like okay it's time. I it's time to do something <laughs> I've always wanted to do. And I I wanted to just try and see where it goes because with every like EP or album I put out it's really just a little experiment on my part, like to see what what I can do, what I can make. Yeah, and it's a learning experience. Was this always something that you really wanted to do when you were a kid or no. No. Um, I so I have no music background but my whole family has no music background no dealing with music or anything so right. it's not like I was brought up in a musical household or right. like my dad had a vinyl collection I could listen to mm. stuff like that 
I knew the basic singers, like, I mean, every little girl knows Taylor Swift at that age, you know? But <laughs> okay, it was yeah. never like, oh, I want to be just like her, I want to write songs. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. a dancer. So oh, since three okay. years old, I was a ballerina. And oh, then yeah. I also did Chinese dance. And that was like my life, you know? Like, dance was the main thing. Right. And then in secondary school, I went to Sota. And right. I did theatre there, so it was acting. So this music thing was like, really come out of nowhere. And even up to this day, I think my parents are so a bit confused. Like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> where does this come from? <laughs> yeah, but um, I, I mean, I always love to sing. But okay. I think a, a lot of children like to sing and make yeah, noise. Yeah. So that was, it was never like a... Especially now that I'm a... I, I would say I'm more of a producer rather than just a, like a singer. Okay. So even that, I have no idea how it happened. I think... Yeah, it came out of nowhere and I broke with it and I was intrigued by it. So I went to like YouTube and all that because nowadays it's so easy to yeah. learn, yeah. learn yeah. stuff. So everything is so accessible. So I just made use of what I had. And I mean, when I did my first EP, I didn't have microphone. So my microphone was the, you know, the earpiece microphone. Yeah, yeah, from, yeah, from, from the, yeah. So I just used that because really? I didn't have... um. I mean, I was so young, so I didn't want to go up to my parents. Mom, I know this is so sudden, right? That I'm doing music, but I'll, can you get me like this five hundred dollars microphone? Let me just say, that's real DIY. Okay, okay, that's real DIY. So it's, it's, it was my computer was only because I had it for school, but then there was GarageBand because I right. like Mac had yeah. GarageBand, so I just play around. If I didn't know chords, I'll go Google like, oh, what is a G chord on a piano? Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Because I, yeah, it was a lot of hearing, I think, yeah. like just seeing what sounds right, what doesn't. And I think maybe, I, like being a dancer and stuff like that, I, I was exposed to music in a way, so I knew sort of what is in tune, what isn't, I guess. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so everything, even now is also, I still produce like that. I, I do... I have a microphone now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, are you still using your headphone set? Yeah. <laughs> but um, other than that, it's just computer, me in my small little room, and then just make oh, it. Oh, that's it, really? Yeah. Wow. It's very simple. So oh, you were educated yeah. by the internet? Yes. Yeah, oh, no. man. I want, I'm that generation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, because I mean, cause when you mentioned SOTA, I thought you, meant, I thought you took like courses yes. in there. Then, yeah. I mean, you know. okay, I, after SOTA, I went to La Salle and yeah. I did uh, audio production there. Right. Yeah, 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 that yeah. audio production was, I would say, was based more on, you know, live sound. So like the people right. you see at yeah, the yeah. Consoles, Events yeah. and stuff like so, that, yeah. So, in a way, it wasn't teaching me creatively. It was teaching me a lot of technical things, which right. like hearing, like we would have classes where it's like you have to They'll play pink noise, white noise, and you have to guess, like, figure out the frequency and stuff like that. Really? So, it was, I would say, my ears became more sensitive, so mm, that right. indirectly helps in, you know, when you're producing stuff. Like. So, all in all, I think, wherever I go, I found a way to take whatever I learned and then just put it in my music now. Once you decided, that you wanted to do music and all that. Um, what was it like? I mean, like because you, your your first uh, single you put out was also like five years, about five years ago, right? Yeah. Me, me, third. Five years. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. So you were sixteen. I was sixteen. Yeah. Actually, 
I hadn't turned 16 yet. I was oh, still 15. Oh, you're still 15 when you're 16 wow. in August. Yeah, right, so right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're still a few months off. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> at that point in time, or, or rather, maybe like now, looking back, right, it's like, you've got what? How many albums out already? Uh, I had, well, now, after the recent after one, this I one, have. You could also call it an album. I don't really know how many songs it takes for it to be an EP or album nowadays. <laughs> album, yeah, yeah, so by right, I call it an EP because yeah. I have an album that's 14 songs. Yes, that's right. So yeah. four, four EPs, one album. Four EPs and one and album. And those yeah. EPs have either seven or eight songs usually. Oh, that's, that's an album, yeah. really? Album, really? Yeah, so I mean, I call it EP. I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Five, five releases. Five releases, five... <laughs> Major releases, because yes. the rest are singles. Yeah. Um, the, the only year I didn't put out like a body of work was uh, 2019. I think it was because I was playing a lot more live shows then. Right, so right, also, right. that year I only did three singles. So, okay. I mean, okay, that already is like good yeah, enough. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think thing. because I was playing more live stuff and then Playing live is another thing you have to learn how to do, you know, like, right, yeah. I feel like nobody can teach you is you have to have the experience on stage yep, that, yeah, yep. stuff totally like that my heart. Yeah, it's quite impressive, man. Like, how do you find the energy to do that? Because, uh, I even think me put one podcast or so, like, <laughs> already. I think it's purely because I am enjoying what I do. I mean, even when I first started, I didn't have any, like, plan. I did. I wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna... Do this, then do this, then do this. Oh, it was okay, sort of okay. like, okay, yeah, my first song come out. It was like a milestone right. kind of thing for right, me. Right, and then right. even, I mean, the band's musicians wanted yeah. that, that contest that I entered the song in. That was like, my mother scrolling to Facebook and it came up as an ad. Oh, so, right, yeah, right. Okay, it wasn't, so, okay. I was actively seeking like, oh, music places, too, yeah. yes. And I knew nothing about the Singapore's music scene mm. before, <laughs> which I feel like is quite sad because... I mean, in school, in anywhere, in, I think even now, not, not, not many people know yeah. that there is such an active local music scene, which is, is sad, but it's just something that we have to continue to work on. Lah. But I am happy that I found bands like Sobs, you know, right. people that I can like respect and be like, wow, Singapore, very good music, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, but I think it's purely just because I have fun with what I do. Mm. I try not okay. to worry so much about the outcome and the, like what people will say stuff like that oh, okay. because yeah, very good. I mean yeah. it's nice to it's obviously very good to get constructive feedback yeah. but if yeah. you know it, it deters you from doing what you you yourself want to do and if you're only doing it for other people then there's no point in doing it after yeah. a while you know yeah. so and I mean, having a very supportive like parents is also very important. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very so blessed. So just gonna, no, in Singapore, you know, especially. Yeah, yeah, especially yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to yeah. say. Like, how have your parents been taking it? Like, I, because I, you went through it in a very major way right from the get-go. Because your, your first single came out within a year. Yeah. You had that album EP out already. Actually, okay. Funny story. The EP only came about because... So when I found out I was one of the finalists for that competition, mm, they yeah. sent me an email. They say, okay, you have to do a 30-minute... Set. Cause I, I only got this one song. <laughs> so do I just I just play this one song, you know? Yeah. And I didn't want to do covers because okay. the whole point of this showcase yes. is original music. Yeah. So you, you have to respect that. So yeah. I had like three weeks. So every day I just write stuff or I figure out what I already have. I remember one of the songs I recorded it in school. 
in one of the theater studios because it's very quiet in there. When people go down for lunch, it's very quiet. So right. I recorded it there. Um, anytime that I had, so within three weeks, I finished up the six other songs because the whole thing is seven yeah. songs. Yeah. yeah. Then I played that at the show. Three weeks you did six songs. Yes. That's a that's, that's not a... someone from like scratch lah, but yeah. I think a, a few that's of them were. quite so what, a record and what on a laptop. Yeah, on my laptop. But it makes yeah. things easier because I mean like, having the laptop is yeah yeah very that's true. Easier. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I I, I think I'm quite crazy last time. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> so so, so yeah. what inspires you? I mean, as an artist, right? So like you talk about creating songs. So what what is the main kind of inspiration that gives you like light bulb? Moments? Um, I would say I think I listen to a lot of different kind of genres, like a lot. It to me it doesn't matter what genre it is it is. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, I try not to be so like not open to listening to different kinds of music. So because I feel like now nowadays there may be instances where it's like oh. It's not cool to listen to pop music, you know? Oh, right, right. <laughs> or like, okay. oh, okay. oh yeah. I'm so cool, I only listen to rock, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> so, for me, it's like, if it's a good song, it's a good song. Yes. And it shouldn't matter, like, oh, because it's this genre, that genre. And by being open, you also, in a more technical side of things, you learn more about how different people mix different genres. Right, so right, yeah. I have, cool. like, I listen to different songs and I don't just listen to like the melody stuff. Like I listen to the way oh they they did this with the bass, they did this with the drums, stuff right. like that. So I then when I do my own music I can combine everything that I learn and then just see what I can make from there. Okay. But in terms of inspiration, uh, I don't know. I always have a problem answering this kind of question because <laughs> It's okay. like for the sake of people who just cannot relate unless you give out names, right? Ah, yes. So uh, <laughs> I don't mean yeah, necessarily bands yeah, or yeah. artists. Well, it could be anything, right? That you just give me an example because something that happens, right? You're like you watching a show, you read something, and then it's like then you're like, oh, that's an idea. Yeah, idea just comes along. Because when I my my usual process is I write the. Music first. Oh, okay. So, I think it's. I listen to different kind of music and then I see. I pick out one thing that I like from that song. Okay. So, it could just be the specific bass line or the way that, like, it sounds, stuff like that. And then from there, I try and make it my own and then see how the song evolves from there. But if it's, like, more physical, like, places or, like, experiences it, I think I write a lot of uh, I mean obviously from my own experiences and also like from my friends experiences so like different right. perspectives and right. um, different people's perspectives because everybody's life is very different and I I think for me I never want to say I wish I did this I wish I did that okay. because okay. Cool. too bad <laughs> <laughs> Okay, like, you know, maybe, maybe you can talk a little bit about that. This whole process, you had to rush record, rush write and rush record your EP, your first EP. What was the rest of the journey? Because the year after that was the, al- the full... Uh, no, the, uh, the album 2020. 2020. Yes. So,
kind of like because I didn't have any friends making music. I didn't right. know anyone in the scene. I had no like I had no like connection. And being a little girl, <laughs> and also on top of that, I was a producer. Also, yeah, I still yeah, feel like um, female producers and stuff like that is is not as like common as one would like it to be. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so so I think maybe a lot of girls also feel a bit like. Yeah, but this is like the guy's job. Maybe I shouldn't try doing it. But for me, I had nobody to help me, so I was like, okay, I will just try, see where it goes. So doing the contest helped because um, you have both bands and bandwagon who were like in partnership with it. So that helped to kind of introduce me to the scene a little bit. Um, and from there, I played. Um, the, the year after, I opened for a few like uh, international acts when they came to Singapore. Mm, yeah, that's and right. Yeah. I played Baby in 2019. Right. So. That, that year was when I hit the most live. Right, stuff. right. Yeah. Then, 2020, the album, I would say, came about because I had a lot of time because everybody was at home, you know. I used it as a time to like, like self-reflect. What do I want to do today? Oh, this is a very good time to release like a full, full-length kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's quite daunting because yeah. it's a full-length thing. You don't know whether people are going to listen to it or not. But I was like, hey, my whole you know, gonna have yeah, fun okay. just to, and that album won me, uh, like, I don't know which award it won me, but I know that it somehow got picked up by the Taiwanese side, and then uh, it won the Fresh Music yes. Awards, okay. and then the following year, I did NDP. Right, so, yeah, okay. And I won the NME uh, Best New Act from yeah, 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 that's right, yeah. No, I, could, I went to London to attend the awards. Wow. Yeah. So okay. that that was also quite unexpected because so how they know about me, I also don't know. Like, oh, okay. I they watch NDP, lah. Yeah. They saw <laughs> they saw the video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then last year, what did I do last year? Oh, last year I played. Uh, I put out another EP. Then yeah. I played um, a show in Taiwan. End of the year, I think close to the end of Wasn't the year. Wasn't there a Spotify, Times Square? Spotify. Oh, yes, yes, end yeah, of the year. Yeah, that was last year. Uh, 2020, 2021, December. My response was, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Literally, no, I was yeah. like, that was is quite, this real? <laughs> quite, quite, like, not real. I mean, really? I, even though I was there, and I saw it in person, because oh, it's already like, seeing the size of it in person is like, wow. And then right. knowing that it is me. Yeah. It, but it's very hard to like click in. Yes. So even now, you know, I see photos of it and I was there, but it's a bit like, hmm, we are not. <laughs> I don't think we are. But I'm very thankful, obviously, because that is like so crazy. I never thought it would happen. This year, a lot has happened and it's only October. Yeah. Um, this year, I went to. Uh, Austin, Texas to oh, play okay. uh, South by Southwest. Right, yeah. Immediately after the, that show, I flew to uh, China. So okay. I spent four months there shooting a music show there. Oh, okay. Yeah, so from March to July. Sorry, what kind of music show? It's like a music reality variety show, that kind of thing. So okay. Oh, okay. we would basically have um, each round of like performance kind of thing. Uh-huh. But it's um, you have a lot of say in like how you want your stage to look, 
what song you want to sing. Oh, really? Like okay. Yeah. Has that so, been released? Yes. Oh, it's out. What's it called? Qingyan Tai Qi Hua. Qingyan Tai Qi Hua. Youth Thai Plan. Yeah, in English. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But um, cool. I, I, it was very unexpected. Also, they, I don't know. Don't really know how they found me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they saw the Spotify thing. They saw the Times Square. Thing. <laughs> it seems to be a trend. Yeah, that's a recurring theme in your in your music journey. <laughs> and, then, and then I figured, like, okay, this seems like a very interesting learning opportunity for me, and also it's in a it's in a market that I've never explored before. Yeah, like, I yeah. feel like China, the industry is so it's it, it's its own uh, world. Yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah. when yeah. I went there and then I mean when I went, my Chinese was yeah, failed, my, like really very yeah, NG, yeah. So it was very hard to uh, talk to people because everyone there could only speak uh, Chinese. Chinese. Yeah. If you yeah. could speak English, it was like very minimal and like a bit broken. Yeah. So the first few first month or so was quite stressful, like new environment, then like the weather then was so cold also. Yeah, yeah. Um, but over time, I somehow managed to stay until the end, yeah, which I very thankful for. So then I just took it as like a learning opportunity because these kind of things in Singapore, you know, we don't have like huge, um, like next level production scale, that kind yeah, of yeah, so, yeah, And just being in a being able to share me and my music in like the other side of the world as well, just try it. Yeah, but I, I learned a lot. Uh. I think it's helped me grow as a person. Also. Okay. So was there any of that like inside? Is inside nine lives? Any of those? Ah, uh, oh yes, one of the songs we had this like little challenge thing. Yeah. Where we had to um basically. There were two like leaders where they have to handpick who they want in their group. Ah, right, right. So our way of like auditioning <laughs> was we have to pick whether we want to showcase our vocals or we want to dance or we oh, want okay. to produce. So obviously, I was like, okay, I'm going to produce something. So we had like 15 minutes to come up with a very short thing. And one of the songs, the last song in this EP called Joke. It actually came from oh. what I did then. Right, right. So okay, it's like okay. after I made it, I was like, oh, I like this. Yeah. I didn't want to go completely like, like I just here, you know? I right, right, okay. At least put out a bit of music so that I'm not like born completely. My, my first single of the year was, I think, in February. That was before I went. Right. And after that, another single came out while I was on the show. Right. Yeah. What was like, okay, what was the strangest or the weirdest thing that had happened to you? I forgot which show, but one of my earlier shows, it could be Baby or it could be uh, when I was opening for someone. Oh, okay. I, if I'm not wrong, my computer decided to KO. Like, do, during one set. of the songs. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. so I had to like, Okay, everybody, yeah! You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. During my, I did like a headline show last year, like a solo, just, just me yeah. kind of show. And then we were like maybe two songs, two, three songs in The Power Die. Audio cut off. So I had to like. Immediately, in, in those situations, the first thing you want to do is cry. No, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. But you can't, so you yeah, have to find a way. But I think it also makes a difference that the crowd is very nice. So okay. they, they are not like, ah, oh, you suck! 
it's very nervous when stuff like this happens, especially because you, whenever you go on stage, you're kind of at the mercy of the sound, the people mm. managing the stage, everything. Because yeah. anything can go wrong. Yeah. So, I mean, it's stuff like this that I've also learned to um, You must really respect the people who are working behind the scenes. It's not easy. Mm. It's, it, and like, you know, you, you may end late, but they end later than you. So, That's true. Stuff like That's that. true. Yeah. Yeah. When I was in La Salle doing audio production, because we also did like live sound and stuff right. like that, I also experienced what it's like to work in their shoes. Yeah. So when like now being a like performing musician, I know how it feels to like um, be treated poorly. So <laughs> you know you know how it feels, yeah. so you don't do it. Right? Yeah. 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 And then there's a newfound respect for all the people who like put in the effort to um, make these shows what they are. Yeah. I realize that you also take a lot of time to interact yeah engage the audience yeah. because people want to see you play but exactly. they want something else rather than just yeah, to hear the song because if i want to hear the song i'll just go to i'll just go to you know download it or whatever it is you know i don't need to hear you do a version of the song that i already know i just want to see what kind of show you put on and which is why i kind of like what you did do you actually like have plan uh, yeah uh, i mean you know when you you have to say thank you for certain things but yeah. you always remind me better remember what to say uh, you don't come and mess up say the wrong person uh. but that is like you know as you, it's your you being professional you know yeah. you get invited you must make sure you thank the people yeah. stuff like that but most of the time because you also never know what the audience is going to do like who's going to shout nonsense yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, exactly. so I, I think it's, it's more of like in that moment that you don't want to like ignore them they are here to watch you play. I think it also helps that um, a lot of the people that do come for my shows, I do recognize them because I've seen them in my previous shows. And oh, so they've been to yes, yeah. many different And things, yeah. of course, there are times where there are new people, but I do recognize and I remember like the ones I've seen before. And then they're always like, what, you remember me? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I have to remember. Yeah, it means a lot. Yeah, it means a lot. Yeah, but I mean, uh, when... It, it is a thing you have to like learn because mm. I think when, when I first started also, I, I won't say I'm a very confident person on stage. By right, I know I'm talking a lot now, but I'm very quiet usually okay. and I'm quite like shy and hesitant to approach people. You're shy? That kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, funny joke. Yeah, yeah. That was our <laughs> bad joke of the day. Thank you. Yeah, so but the other thing also because you have done as you say, you've opened for quite a lot of What is the experience you like? The first act that I opened for was uh, Claro. So she's okay. a US artist. And back then, she was the person that actually kind of inspired me to just start writing stuff in my oh, own also okay, because okay. Um, she has a very DIY style sound like when she first started. Yeah. So obviously, I think it helped that quite a lot of the people that listened to me listened to her as well. So when I went, when I opened, I... Uh, it seemed like there were quite like right. at least a few people who knew who I was right. and knew the music. So that in itself was very encouraging for me. But of course that was a smaller show. So this year I actually opened for Men I Trust and, mm. and Daniel Caesar. <laughs> Funny story about the Men I Trust show. So I thought it was the Esplanade Concert Hall. So it's a bit smaller. Yeah. But then I checked the poster a day before. It's like, Esplanade Theatre. This is Esplanade Theatre. Because I've never oh seen it before. God. Yeah, so it is bigger. <laughs> yes, so I went and I was like, ah. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, that, that was quite scary. I mean, you always want to make sure that you yourself know you are the opening act. You have yeah. to humble yourself. Nobody's here for you, you know? Mm. I mean, you yeah. may have a few people in the crowd who like know you, heard of you, yeah. but they are obviously more excited to see yeah. who they pay. Yeah. And that's fine. You should just take it as like, a, at least I have this opportunity to open. I don't need to make it about me. Like, complain like, hey, why they never cheer for me? I'm like, no, we here for you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's still very nerve-wracking because you don't know if they'll be nice or yeah. not nice. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, nobody has uh, booed me uh-huh. when I come out on stage. But I, I did get a, a reply from someone after I opened for Men I Trust. I don't know who the person is, but they told me to... Uh, you suck, never make music again. So you just have to be prepared yeah. for these kind of things. You know? yeah. And... In those moments where I do receive, I'm quite thankful that I don't get that many people telling me that go and die. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like that is very mean. Yes. But I'm very blessed to like have quite like people who are supportive. Or even if they don't like me, they don't tell me. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, it's, it's, like how you deal with that kind of thing though, you know what I mean? Um I think I just whenever that happens, I have to remind myself of what else has happened before I see this one comment. Like, right, right. there's so much that I never expected that I should be thankful. Right, if I make right. a big deal about this small thing, it's yeah. basically sort of like saying all those things don't matter anymore. Right, so, right, right. Obviously, it's, it's not easy. At yeah. times, it will pop up in your head. But then, I'm also thankful that I get to play shows and then, you know, seeing it physically is also very, very nice. Like, that's why the pandemic made me very sad because... I love to see my listeners and like see ah, people okay, enjoying okay. Yeah, So yeah. when when there weren't any shows, I felt very disconnected and I was like, anybody still listening or not? You know? <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. there's that worry, yeah. like when is this gonna end? Yeah, true. So yeah. I try not to worry too much and just take it one day at a time and then yeah, the Daniel Caesar one was at Star Theatre. So that's mm, wow. humongous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But so far people have been very, very nice. Were you surprised when you yeah, invites like that, like yeah. I mean, it's it's one thing to open for someone, but if it's someone you know you listen to, you respect, all the more it's like wow. Because okay. but I don't ever assume that I get the opportunity to meet them. I think uh, okay. um, that's also something like if you're an opening act, don't assume you can meet the people you're opening <laughs> yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just thankful that so far whoever I've opened for, I've been able to them like oh, briefly. Okay, like, right. I think after the Singapore show, he had to like catch a flight that night to uh, Manila. Oh, okay. So okay. that was. I mean, I also don't want to march <laughs> in and like, but I don't like to go and ask. Hi, like, can I meet you? Know, you know? Can yeah. I have a seat? Yeah. Yes, so. I just let them do their thing. If if they initiate it, then that's fine. Yeah. But I also don't don't want to get into their space. Yeah. What would you say is like the biggest challenge for for yourself right now? I think it would be obviously because doing it yourself over time, I do have moments where I'm like, maybe I just get someone else to do it for me. Yeah. You know, because it, it makes things a lot easier and oh, then yeah. you have more time to sort of like rest and stuff like <laughs> rest, that. Yeah. <laughs> but rest, yeah. I think it's just because I, I started doing it like this and I I learned how to do it myself and I put in the effort to um, try and do my best at everything that I put out. It has become like something that I, I enjoy doing.
which is why I don't see it as like a like a chore. Ah, okay. For me, it, it's not saying that I will never work with people and like get them to help me and stuff like that. It's just if I do, it has to be someone I know understands me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I then I'll just have one more left. Here. What would you say is the best or worst thing about being shy right now? <laughs> right now, uh, the worst thing. Uh... Apart from talking to us, lah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, just putting worst it out thing. there. <laughs> uh, worst thing I would say is I am a perfectionist and I I enjoy beating myself up a lot. <laughs> okay. You know, okay, yeah, which yeah. is not not a good thing, lah. Like, you know, and yeah. I I feel like I'm a bit too over over critical of myself. Right, right. You know, when you do it yourself, after a while, you know, you become very like you can stress yourself out, very right? being alone and stuff like that. So I feel that's the worst thing, and also. Not being able to talk to people easily, stuff like just I'm trying to work on it also. Okay. I'm older now. Okay. But um, best thing about me is I am very happy, and I think it is a privilege to be able to say that you are very happy, especially with what I'm doing. I'm very happy with where I, what I've been able to, how I've been able to do it. Like the fact that all my achievements are because I I worked hard to get to where I am, so I have. The right to be proud of myself yes. in yeah, a way. Of course, of course. So, yeah, of course. Yeah, I would say that's the best thing. Is my my credits is shy and only shy. So I think that's the best thing. And also, I got three pets, so I'm very happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too, and like, two dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but hopefully more. Hopefully but my more. mother won't allow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking time. Oh, you rush yeah. all the details. Yeah. Okay. Even there, I was also kind of speechless after yeah, <laughs> after talking yeah, to her. Yeah. I mean, she's yeah. she yeah she's she's very she's very very uh, natural, very casual, very charming. Mm-hmm. You know, very charming. Yeah. There's nothing remotely uh, fake or fabricated about her, right? Oh what yeah, you, yeah. What you see, what you hear is what you get. Basically, that's her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is so, which is fantastic. Yeah. It's, Fantastic, right? So, like, you straight away think, wow, I hope we hope, you know, we really hope that she really explodes, right? I mean, she's yeah. done so well for herself, mm. right? Mm. And, right. There's someone you would really root, you'd be rooting for, the, for, for sure. After talking to her and after seeing her set at the district and thing, yeah. I'm like, yeah, la, I mean, I really, really want, you know, want her to, like, be totally successful in, in, in mm. this whole music journey. Yeah, yeah. And mm. she has really used, you know, the, these live gigs very well to really build the fan base. I mean, she also just released her, her new EP, Nine Lives. You can go yeah. check that one out on all the streaming platforms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and she will be um, performing at the ASEAN yes. ASEAN yeah. uh, Festival on the 28th and 29th. That's happening on 28th, 29th October at the Goodman Arts Centre. Mm-hmm. Um, tickets for that one uh, pay cost you one and uh, yeah and go there there's makan there's beer uh, uh, spend the day there checking out all the different bands from mm. all around the region and the uh, act from Singapore some interesting acts joining Shai uh, from the Lion City uh, Abang Sapao <coughs> Motifs Gene uh, Seizure and uh, Inch Chua of course yep. uh, mm. yeah so that'll be a great one to go and go, ch- go check it out at the Axian Festival I think that'll be where you can um, yep. yeah and if you if you if you like whatever you've heard just now uh, don't forget to share this with your friends um, 
drop a comment. Tell us what you think of Shai. Tell us what you think of her music, or uh, and if, whether it's you know, what you like, what you don't like. Um, mm. But uh, constructive, lah. Yeah, just just make sure you have good reasons for <laughs> expressing your feelings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, share yep. this with all your friends. Um, drop us a donation if you want, so that we can buy copies for these morning sessions. Sometimes you need more than one copy, and and whatever you you help us with will go a long way. Um, yeah. So apart from that, until next time, we'll be seeing yep. you. See ya. Ta ta. Ciao.